Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Millionaire's Mindset. It's your main host, Cassie, and we are at season two right now, and I'm really grateful to be here right now. Um, as you all know, I promise you guys that um, I was going to have a co-host in every single episode that I'm going to release for this season, and I'm going to do just that. And today, I... Um, have here with me one of also my good friends out here and we really had an interesting conversation about different things about you know about life and I hope you guys are gonna find it interesting stay until the end of the episode because you don't want to miss none of the good stuff that we're talking about have fun see you on the other side Millionaire's Mindset is available in all major streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, AudioMark, Amazon Music, YouTube Music, at Millionaire's Mindset. You can also personal hit me up on Instagram at Cassie underscore underscore Z, as in Cassie K-A-S-S-I-E underscore underscore Z. Thank you very much for being here. Enjoy the episode. Chimayami Samula. I'm from Liberia. I'm in China presently, so I'm doing my master's environmental science and engineering. But I'm planning to be a businesswoman anyway. So right now, I'm trying to get my master's and then become a real estate mogul. Yeah. I'm a friend of vodka. You're a fan of vodka? I'm a friend of vodka. Why are you scared of vodka? Uh, you know, when you have drank alcohol, like maybe for the length of time, yeah. you realize that certain alcohol can mash your body. Yeah, so <laughs> I try to notice my body in that aspect. And you think vodka, you, vodka is that one alcohol that fucks you up? Ah, uh, too much. Mm. So I'm always I've, careful with it. I've been seeing you drinking a lot of whiskeys. Like most of the times that we hang out, you'll be drinking whiskeys, yeah? Yeah, a lot. That's pretty good. So how do you feel about, like, you know, talking and hearing yourself talking? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the weird part, right? It's weird though, but I'm liking it. Yeah, I mean, like, it's chill. Like, that's why I really like, like, you know... I'm, I'm kind of like used to it like whatever i'm recording sometimes depending with the vibes sometimes i just record without no background music yeah i just record i just like to hear myself speak sometimes i put like a background music to create some mood because like i might be recording and i'm not maybe feeling the vibe yeah yeah maybe so. you could keep the tension down yeah yeah exactly yeah it. exactly 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 yeah. so so is it working with you yeah the music it's okay it's okay yeah it's, it sounds like a soundtrack you could f- you could make love to. <laughs> yeah? I mean, like, no one else is understanding because no one else is hearing it yet. <laughs> yeah. Does it qualify as a soundtrack that could you could make love to? Uh, it's smooth. Do you Softer. like to... Would you... Are you the type of people who make love while playing something? Do you Have you ever tried it before? Uh, a couple of times, but... Does it change anything? I don't think it brings any mood to me uh, because the first thing about it is 
at that moment is the mind mm. even if i'm playing all the love music and i'm not in the mood my mind is not to it <laughs> i don't think anything will happen so firstly i have to focus i'm having a feeling you you always play the old <laughs> the, 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 the wrong music <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but but like yeah, I, I get you there cuz at some point like like some things work for some people and some things just doesn't, yeah? Yeah, maybe for me. I don't think it worked for me. I'm the kind of girl. I don't think mm. slow music, fast music, music in my mood at that time have anything tangible to do with my mood. Having sex sober, having sex sober or like tipsy, which one is better for uh, you? Sometimes maybe the reason sometimes you really want to be tipsy to have sex mm. is basically because you don't want to feel the way you feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you you're just horny it's and just getting into it or no, what? Like, like sometimes is de- it depends on the kind of person you are. Okay. You you are and mm, or mm. the person you with at that moment word because sometimes mm. you meet people and you don't know if when you are sober the way you have sex with them you will give them the pleasure they need oh. so and some girls when they are mm. tipsy mm. or uh, already in alcohol mood yes they give more pleasure they become the worst part of themselves yeah so they don't so some women prefer to be tipsy to have sex especially on a first date where you want to give your all <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay i i i feel like i'm sorry uh, like just a couple of days ago i was watching i watch a lot of stand-up comedy i mean i mean comics like you know do, doing stand-up comedy and one of the comics said something he he came up with a joke about like either like is it what sex is better like why you why you tipsy or why you sober yeah and he said he said something like um you know it's always best when you're like completely sober because it's good either ways if it's good when you're sober it's going to be good either ways you know what i mean like if it's just good when you're like you know tipsy or drunk or whatever and you're like oh man that shit is good <coughs> yeah but like when you're like sober like you're like you know what you're doing you're you know what you're getting yourself into like you know what i mean it's just it's, if it's good it's good you know if it's not it's just not yeah so uh, in my point of view i think for me <laughs> yeah. i don't know you want to be sober i know it, there the times and times because like alcohol really doesn't like you know f- like really do much to me i don't know i can say that but i wouldn't like it i i don't know my preference would be maybe i wouldn't like it when i'm like um tipsy okay yeah i wouldn't like it when i'm tipsy cuz like at some point um i don't know if you heard this um myth about like when a guy drinks like maybe a lot of hard liquor it takes a long time for him to come yeah yeah and for but me but not I, everyone yeah but not <laughs> <laughs> yeah because I don't want to put on the Irish where we say yeah. it's basically every man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to be general and I'm trying to be specific <laughs> at the same the time. Is, mm. The problem is um, you have girls who are shy, girls who are wild, girls who 
they are somehow in between. Yeah. And you can't get everybody to be sober to do things they don't want to do. Especially the kind of person you have sex with when you are sober or in alcohol. You it makes you want to either be in alcohol every time or not. Because some men are not good at giving pleasure. So when you are already in alcohol, yeah. you are already stimulated by yourself. Yeah. Your mind is always already like conf- confused with everything running through it. Yeah. <laughs> so then you don't need somebody to put you in the mood to okay. have it. Yeah. So I think it depends on the person mm. personality for that for that for that matter, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> it is really funny i mean like I, I feel like you're talking you're talking through your experiences have you ever like i mean like have you ever first have you ever heard the, that myth where like a guy when guys when we guys drink like hard liquor like not too drunk like mm-hmm. that that you know that um neutral amount of alcohol where like you can manage yourself um we always take longer to come and stuff Okay. Have I you ever heard that myth first? I have. To begin it, yeah. I have. I have. But I will say something. Mm. If it's if it's depending on my experience, mm. I will tell you that even if somebody drink high liquor mm. Mm. or even smoke marijuana, mm-hmm, let's mm-hmm. take for instance, yeah, or even take any kind of hard drugs, these are the times some men are even weak to have sex. Yeah. Some men, once they are in that mood, mm-hmm. they don't want to be bothered. They just want to relax. Yeah. So it depends on the person. Okay. Because the reason some men were still long to have sex, in mm-hmm. my experience, mm-hmm. they have already played in their mind to suffer you. Yeah. Or to give you all the punishment. Maybe they was like running after you and you was acting pretty girl. <laughs> <laughs> so now they got a chance to get you in yeah, the, into the bedroom so and stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> get what they have tried their best to get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's my opinion. So let me quote you in one something that you said earlier, like when we were starting to record. Um you said something like, um, um most girls like to be um tipsy when they're having their first sex with a guy, yeah. Um, because what was your reason again? What did you say? What my was reason your reason is sometimes when you are tipsy you already have this vibe in your body that will give you all the pleasure that you will give somebody and you will feel that it was good in your mind. So, and sometimes first sex is sometimes weird. Yeah. The way the way it happens, maybe the person is so anxious to do it. And so you want to impress especially a girl who want to keep this particular person she have seen she want to impress on the first day of sex so some girls who are not the kind of regular girls that know these kind of things mm. we right we rather lie their mm. hope mm. on alcohol okay. instead of being normal and or, like you yeah. know enjoying the process going through the process yeah yeah what what's your personal preference what do you think like or like would you want to be tipsy like <laughs> like in your first time 
<laughs> no, it's just a rhetorical question. Like, would you want to be tipsy? Like, is is that something that you usually do? Like, if you're like, you know, like, oh, I'm gonna have this is the first time. Oh, I'm attracted to this guy, and yeah. I think I might, you know, go to the next step with him. Like, you know, um, and you, you would you want to be at that moment? Would you want to be tipsy, uh, tipsy when you get to that step? No, you wouldn't want to. Yeah, I'm not the kind of regular girls, like girls who are. Who have this thing they call shyness? No, I'm not that kind of girl. So I have this mindset. If anything supposed to be, will mm. be. Okay. I don't care how much you try to impress a man with sex. Yeah. If if this thing you guys have started is not meant to be, will not be. So if I want to have a sex with a man on the first date. And we already plan we go for the date at the restaurant drink some alcohol if possible that day i will avoid drinking alcohol i would rather go and give you what i have than try my best to be like i want to depend on alcohol because sometimes when i'm in alcohol i'm so tired and i need to sleep i don't need somebody to touch him touching me so i just need to shower and just get to my bed and sleep so that's me but some people know. Some people depend on alcohol to do what they get to do. Yeah. And I, I think I think at some point um, um, that um, sex as sex itself, right? I feel like it's something that happens like um, unconsciously. Like it's something. It's not physical. It, like it's not. It it has to be um, like unconsciously created before it gets physical. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, the whole scenario of like you getting attached with a person or like you know getting getting in any shape or form physical with a person, it starts with your mindset. Don't you think so? Like, yeah, like, like for example, I'm not trying to be against the fact that maybe a person, as you said, some girls would would want to be wasted when they're like having like um, their first go with a guy, right? Yeah. Like, um, like if you know what you're trying to, or what you're trying to get yourself into or you know what you're getting yourself into like yes maybe you might not know what you're getting yourself into because that's the first time you're gonna have sex with a person right sure. but at least if you have um those at least one or two things that like you are attracted to to the person that you are about to go to that step with you know what i mean um, at least you like try to recalibrate your mind into like that kind of mood like you know i uh, you know, this thing might happen it's like a possibility it might it might happen or it might not or if it happens then this is my this is how it's gonna be mm-hmm. and at that moment it's just like you are ready to get into into uh into whatever you want to do before you even started doing it so I don't know. As, as I said, I'm not trying to say that I'm being against the fact that some girls would want to get tipsy and would want to do it. But like, I feel like sex is more of something that happens within you than physical. The problem is, I'm not saying that's mm. not true. Mm. Alcohol have a tendency of giving you the boldness, mm-hmm. the the mindset that you can do it. It gives okay. you the strength. Okay. I'm not saying they have not played in their mind, mm. but some girls are not bold enough okay. to do what they should do. 
okay. of prostate. Mm. So they rely on the alcohol to do what they think they are doing, but they have already like created mm. the mindset. Mm. Yes, I want to do this. Yeah. But I don't think I can do it. Okay. So they need some sort of an influence to push yes. them towards doing so it. So some yeah? of them rely on the on the alcohol to give them the motivation okay. to do it. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> okay, that's that makes sense in in so many ways. But uh, a quick rhetorical question. Um any worst any <laughs> worst 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 uh, I mean you don't have to name names. Like have you ever like been through like um like you're get getting down with a guy and you're like you you're like in the middle of it and you're like yo this is the worst sex I ever had. <sighs> <laughs> and like I would I would love to hear the details if you if you kindly share if you kindly be generous enough to share. <laughs> yes, see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I thought you say you're not shy but what's happening right I'm now. I'm not shy. But so, the problem is mm. um sex. Okay. Preach. Preach sister, preach. <laughs> preach. <laughs> You know, some boys can be like mm-hmm. they they are so good. Other girls can be running after them and mm-hmm. they are like trying to prove point mm-hmm. they are the best, they are they are everything. Mm-hmm. But then when they meet another girl, the girl is like, What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you beating around the bush? This th- so, that was a very direct question. Yeah, like I'm going according to my question. To, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> take your time. <laughs> so yeah, I have. Mm-hmm. I have actually met somebody mm. in my lifetime that mm. everybody was like, he's good. Every every person, every ex was like, damn, he's so good. Yeah. But all of a sudden, after the sex, I was mm. like, what? What just happened? <laughs> Are you killing me? Well. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, have you finished? Yeah. He's like, what you mean? I said, ah. Anyway, it's okay. Mm. Let me go. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes people expectations mm. is not your expectation. So exactly, exactly. We are all made up differently, yeah. Yes. We so all have different fantasies. We all have different pressure points, definitely. you know, and stuff like definitely. that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think that's one of the things. Even like I, it happened to me a couple of times because. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I could say I'm, I'm sexually active, yeah? yeah. So like, um, like you'd meet a girl, and especially this tendency back home, there's a tendency where girls feel like, oh, like you know, when you whine, where you're having sex, where you're doing all this crazy stuff to a guy, it just turns the guy on, like you know. But for some reasons, that shit doesn't work for me. And I met a couple girls who were like. Like you're trying to like, yeah, you're trying to impress me. I'm like, yo, bitch, I don't want, I don't want you to impress me. I just want to have like a normal, casual, whatever. If it's sex, whatever, whatever we're doing, let's just do it. And at the, at the minimal level, because I believe the simpler it is, the best is the the best the outcome. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want you to do too much, unless, 
like especially if you're if you're my woman woman then like you know at some point you you generate that that sense of like understanding each other you understand sure. and uh, a sense of like understanding your the person that that's next to you Definitely. and learning to uh, to 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 love the things that um your your other half could offer you and you know what i mean yeah. but if you're just having like you know like you know just one night stands and like you know occasional sex it's just like <laughs> like why 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 are you why doing are you too to much me? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and that comes from um the experiences that that most of those girls had like just uh, as uh, as much as you said that the guy the, uh, all the girls that had sex with the guy that you you didn't like at the end of the uh, at the end of the show they were like you know giving like positive feedback about like how good he was yeah, yeah. so i think he carried that with him throughout so like he if was so confident so confident super confident and i feel like uh, a woman is a very complicated being you know mm-hmm. and um it's not it, it like it you, you can't just like um um compare like this like your experience with this woman with the with an with a woman next to you you know what i mean sure. yeah like it's totally it's a, it's a total different experience you just have to like you know create the environment and like you know try to cultivate some things and understanding and knowing like yo this is this is the right corner i should go or yeah. this is the right path i should go after some time it's, it's it's more like a learning curve so for me like it used to be a, like a total ton of like you know first like okay this is the fucked up thing that occurred to me um do you find weird when someone is like talking to you in your native language while you're having sex (laughs) 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 like a guy would go pigeon on you or you're having sex Mm. pigeon Mm. yeah you, do you find that shit a lot erotic in some ways? Depending the way they sound. Because some people, when mm. you're having sex with them, the way they sound, turn mm. you off. <laughs> <laughs> Elaborate, please. I'm serious. <laughs> I mean, how am I supposed to know? Like, you have to <laughs> give me the details about that. About uh, what you just said. Uh, Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't give you details, but I'll just say something like mm. Okay. You mm. you having sex mm-hmm. at the place where you are emotionally turned on. Mm. You 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 are deeply into the, the, the emotion at that time. Yeah. And then maybe you don't like somebody mm. touching your ears. <laughs> and then all of a sudden all of a sudden the person he does, your he ears. does it. <laughs> And you're like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> so it's the, it's one of those things where like you just like or you just can't you just can't give out the details, but you just like you just know when it's just a turn off. You just when it happens, you know exactly this is you a can, fucking turn off. Yeah, you can just lie on the bed and just say, Lord, may He just hurry up <laughs> so I can just get up for this place. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. crazy nuts man i mean like um something else i feel like um don't you feel like you know our culture as africans yeah has a lot of influence of how we 
get to learn and understand like you know our sexual pleasures and fantasies do you think do you think our the, our cultures and traditions have like a bigger influence in like you know like limiting our sexual fantasies because when you when we watch movies and you know which uh, we 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 scroll about um western culture people like express themselves in so many different ways yeah yeah for example like just just if you're like you know um if you're not straight in I don't know. I think this is. I think yeah, bisexual. If you're gay gay or whatever, I'm not. I'm not against. I'm not against uh, all of those people that are. That's their preference. Yeah, that's what they feel that gives them pleasure, and that's what makes them who they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I've never been like you know against it because I've had friends who are like gay. I've had friends who are bisexual, and but uh, at this point, I'm not like. I know myself to a point where like I won't be against whatever they're feeling, you know, or whatever they want to do with their lives, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because straight or not, it's just a preference because straight itself is also a fucking preference to me, you know? Definitely. Yeah, whether you want to whether you're interested with guys or you're interested with both, it's just a preference and mm-hmm. as a human being, I I've learned to understand that people have preferences. It doesn't matter how similar you are, it doesn't matter Uh, how much chemistry you have with a person with a friend or your loved one but there must be something that's like you know different like unique from that um, differentiates um you from them you know so that's where the preferences come from like i might like candy you might like candy too but i might eat it uh, i might have candy in a in a certain type of way that i'll feel like yo when i eat candy in this type of way it makes me feel good you know what i mean mm-hmm. but some the, sa- the same person who also likes candy sh- some people like to chew it some people like to lick it some people some people like to do whatever with it i don't know suck it in water whatever yeah. whatever the case so uh, i never had anything against their yeah, uh, yeah the preferences so i feel like um being an african raised and born in africa uh, I feel like as a person, there are a lot of traditions and cultures that, like, you know, limit us into, like, you know, uh, curving our our sexual fantasies and our sexual orientations. Do you, What do you feel about that? Yeah. I understand that we Africans always want to create the atmosphere <laughs> where we believe mm. in religious hypocrisy. Mm. Because... During the time we were not born, mm. people in the days of old was yeah. practicing those sexual preferences. Mm. Though it was not legal mm. and it was not on the war market because now we have internet and other stuff. So everywhere you do something or somewhere, people get to know what you are doing. But during those times, there was no internet. There was mm. no Facebook, Instagram, mm. Twitter. Mm. There was nothing. Yeah. So those attitudes were kept in secret vault. Okay. And then, because we put our preferences mm. behind the curtains of religion, mm. we try to act like we don't want it. Yeah. And I'll say something. Mm. We are in Africa. Mm. Don't we want to learn what the whites' preferences are? Mm. But those things that the whites are doing, mm. they are preferences in sexual activities. Mm. We, the blacks, are mm. still doing the same, the Africans. Yeah. Because... In our own way, though. In our own way, but yeah. we don't want the world to know. 
Yeah. We always want to be in the closet. Yeah. We always want to be in a place where people won't know what we are doing. Exactly. exactly. So then we try to cover it up with we don't like what the whites are doing. The whites are trying to mm. create a place where people are free to express themselves. Mm. Not where you will choose for somebody. Mm. Because I have a fantasy. Mm. Like I I want to do so many things as mm. a young person. Yeah, exactly. And then because I'm from an African home, I yeah. cannot date a girl. Yeah. What if I'm not interested in marriage? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What in Africa, it... we want to base everything on a woman mm. should marry. Mm. She the should kids, have children. Yeah. A husband should be mm. there for his wife. Mm. We, sh- we surround our livelihood mm. and our decisions or our successes mm. based on marriage. Okay. So what if I'm I'm not in the mood to marry. Okay. So yeah, we these things it hinder us mm. from expressing our sexual preferences mm. because we don't want people to look at us as weird people. Exactly. Yeah. Somebody, if I tell you now, I'm uh, I like a girl. Yeah. And somebody will be like, "You are a Christian." Yeah. That will be the first question they ask you. I'm like, a Christian. Yeah. So what if I like a girl? Yeah. I'm not saying people cannot like a girl. Yeah. But the fact that I like a girl, it doesn't mean I'm not a Christian. Mm. That's my preference. Mm. We always try in Africa to make people to not express themselves. That's why most people in Africa are suffering from depression. Mm. Yeah. So they can express themselves freely, Mm. whether sexual preference, Mm. whether marriage, Mm. or whether the decision of being with children, all those things. They have made us believe that is mm. unknown. We yeah. need to live back yeah. on a daily basis. That it could and be that's possible. The yeah. You know, I have a couple of friends who are uh, from um, Europe, yeah. And um, most of them, they are almost on their early 40s, yeah. 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 And they're not married. They don't want children. <laughs> they don't want anything to do with like having a having a family or anything and it's not like they they doubt themselves about the decisions that they made mm-hmm. it's just like yo i don't want to have children i love kids you know yeah. and all of them they, they really love kids mm-hmm. like other people kids uh, uh, i mean other people's kids but they wouldn't they wouldn't want to have kids of their own because it's something that they never wanted or they never wished to to do or have and they don't get any pressure from the families or like hey you should get married or you should do this you're at that age where you're supposed to have kids or a family right now and stuff like that you know yeah and like i look i sometimes i look at that influence and i'm like oh this this is something that's like way out of uh the customs that we have back back home in africa we're like um a woman or when a woman reaches a certain stage or mm-hmm. yeah she is expected just like uh, as how we men are expected to be of certain, certain statures when we reach at the certain stage you understand yeah. i think um it's different with the, with guys is more like because like you know the nature of um of how we're we live in africa is extended families you know yeah. so as a man you know you just like you know find yourself into a lot of responsibilities that you're not ready for yeah 
and as a woman on the other hand you just um, you, you just achieve your dreams because yeah because you're you being else. yeah you're being expected like it's being expected for you, like like people expect you to um have some set of standards and yeah. like like be in some type of way or when you reach some type of age and some certain level age and stuff so i think that's really fucked up to me like you know like cuz and that thing um and that uh, the whole scenario is really in, in infringed in african communities yeah. i can't speak more i can only speak more about like east african and since you're from west africa i think we could have some things to relate in that and i we, think mm. we from west africa mm. we i would say we prioritize marriages more okay but in the 21st century i'm getting so proud and i'm I'm like, at least women are trying their best to liberate themselves from the notion of if mm. you cannot be married, you can be successful. Mm-hmm. And because of that, most women in West Africa is getting to be more successful. Mm. They are trying the best. They are, they are weak way to make sure mm. with or without a man, I yeah. can make it. Yeah, sure. Because, you know, from where I'm from, mm people make sure that women didn't go to school okay my grandfather was a rich man mm. but he never sent my mother or any of his girls children to school simple, well, that's for that si- same reason sim- simple reason was you will leave your house you will go you will leave my house you will mm. go to your husband's house yeah you will get children mm. and your children will take care of you okay what kind of notion is that Mm-mm-mm. because the more you you try to make those the, the the women in your society or the women in your household mm. to to not have the privilege mm. to go to school mm. you make them to be a liability yeah sure to their husbands yeah and at the end of the day the husband have the right to do whatever he wants yeah and then they are stuck to this marriage because mm. they want to prove that as mm. an African woman, you should be able to have your dignity by keeping a marriage okay. that is not working. Okay. So, I'm glad that this 21st century, we are not like our mothers mm. anymore. Though we, they are, they are, they are, they are uh, how is it called? Mm. Their the, integrity at that time yeah. was so great. Yeah. But, their perception. Mm. I'm glad we are trying to erase it. Yeah. Whereas we cannot live only because we are married mm. to get successful mm. or we wait for our children to get successful mm. before we can be able to enjoy the, the good things of life. Yeah. So yeah, right now is West Africa things are changing mm. gradually and yeah, we are it, making progress. We're making progress, yeah, making moves. So yeah. I want to bring it back to like um sex education, right? Do yeah. you think the level of sex education is like you know at the? Uh, it's it, is it making strides? Is it, is it making steps steps forward? Like in like in in where we come from? Like I can say a a lot. I can talk about a lot of things that a lot of things that um, are going on like on the East African side. Like maybe mainly Tanzania and maybe because like we we share almost the same culture with all the East, Af- uh, Af- East African community yeah, yeah, community like um you don't get sex education from home like you uh-huh. rarely get your father or your mom or whatever you or your guardian to like you know tell you what to do i think I you think don't have to limit it to 
East Africa. Yeah. If it's Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I can only speak about what I know of, you know what I mean? Like I just can't like go beyond what I know. So I'll just speak from what I I understand, you know. So like I feel like I remember um there were a certain time um I got like th- I, I now I find that a lesson mm-hmm. but at that when it happened I was I was like what just happened so this is what happened I was at home I was in my room so my dad usually come to like you know to have a talk with us me and my brother before because <coughs> he didn't live with us he would like you know travel he would go, he, he worked in another city so he would always come back home in weekends and stuff like that so every sunday nights he would come have like a pep talk with like the boys and stuff okay. So that night we thought like it was so late we thought like oh he's not going to come today so we were relaxed yeah and um just a week or two prior to that day I went to like um this um I don't know how to call it but this this thing that we always have during July where like um a lot of businesses come together um and like in a, in a certain place and like you know showcase their products and stuff like that so i went to visit that place and oh, i like happened to mm-hmm, yeah like a trade fair or some sort yeah so i went to like one of the sh- um one of the um um ministry of health halls yeah? yeah so i went there just you know to know what they're about and what they're showcasing and everything so i went to the a youth section and they gave us they, they gave us all this pep talk and they talked to us about like sex and blah 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 and all this other stuff as the youth and blah 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 and at the end of the seminar ish type of thing they gave us like a box of uh, like it was like like wrapped in really good like you know wrapping paper and stuff i never i didn't open it until i get i got home so when i got home i opened it and it was like like that was like uh, i had like two boxes full of condoms okay so i was like whoa so those <laughs> niggas gave us condoms you know so i uh i just left the condoms in the room and you know so that night fast forward two weeks later my dad was like coming in to give us a pep talk and everything and the box was there and it was open and you could just see that those are condoms and stuff so he came in he just you know bumped into a room you know he was like he, you know you know those type of knocks that you know parents do like while they're opening the door you know yeah. so he knocked once and he opened the door he just got into the room and he caught us like you know unprepared and everything you know so the the, the box full of condoms were like on my side bed and I was just chilling next to it so i was there and um, he got in i just quickly took the box away and like hit it like you know mm-hmm. but he saw everything that i did yeah though he t- so he talked to us at the end of his com- uh, whatever he was trying to tell us and everything he was like um i i just saw what you just hit yeah and first as a father he, that's what he, this is this is uh, these are exactly his words as a father I'm happy that my son is growing up and he knows the the um um uh, the the meaning of why you need to protect yourself using protection or using condoms and you know mm-hmm. why you're having sex. But as a Christian father, I'm like my son is sinning right now. Yeah. Then he asked me, "Are you a virgin?" and I was so fucking not at that moment and <laughs> I was like, "Yes." Then he left. You know, so as I came to thought of, uh, to think about it uh, later on in life when I'm like you know totally matured I'm like 
that's the only thing that's the closest thing that i got as far as sex education from my dad okay you know what i mean like it's not like when it comes to girls for example they, they just tell you like oh boys are bad boys are bad Terrible. yeah but they don't tell you like here if shit happens what are you supposed to do like you know what i mean if you happen to get pregnant oh they're they're like i don't know like pills for like you know to stop yourself from getting pregnant and like a lot of things you could use this you could do that you could do this you could do that you don't get that full education about like you don't you're not like most of the i feel like most of the youth they are not aware of that um of themselves of what they want whether their orientations on what they need or what they're supposed to do we just happen to get into it and you learn along the way you know what i mean mm-hmm. how do you feel about that do you think it's the same in your case did the first time you maybe got into having sex mm-hmm. did, were you like aware of whatever you're doing <coughs> That's nobody taught me anything about life mm-hmm. yeah um i learned everything on my own mm. um it's not like i never had people as a guardian to talk mm. like they wasn't like talking anyway mm. they were always shouting mm. like demanding this thing this it's is not bad like, this is good just don't do this it's not like trying to make the person to understand mm. because when a child is in her teen mm. she wants to explode exactly so you you don't have to yell yep or to give your message across mm. because the more you talk or the more you shout mm. the more you feel she feel like you are trying to persuade her to not look for the things she want to look for exactly so take your time for me i didn't learn anything for anybody mm. because i had a, i had two older sisters living with me when i was young mm. and Actually, mm. I already told you I won't go into family, but let me just cross over. Yeah, hey, you can jump <laughs> over. It's okay. No problem. Yeah. So, those two was like always there to be shouting. Mm. They was not there to say anything because they themselves was not aware of the consequences of life at mm. that time. They were all young. Okay. So, for me, every young girl that I know yeah. that made a mistake in life is basically because she never had sex education. Okay. Because, you know, African parents always try them their best way mm. to ignore the fact that sex mm. is something you must discuss with your children. Exactly. But they always persuade themselves like to have the facts mm. or the details of that particular moment mm. like it's something so sacred that you cannot tell the person mm. and because you make it so sacred mm. children in africa want to know what it is yeah that's what teenage pregnancy is too much mm-hmm. that's why you will see a girl with std at a young age mm. because she don't know what she's supposed to do at exactly. that time mm. for me when i came up like i was so the only thing i had in life was my brain because i was so good at my brain i was so smart yeah apart from my brain i have nothing to show for it like knowledgeable Mm. on life Mm. so basically everything was 
try and error. Mm-hmm. Learning from my errors. Okay. Learning from my mistakes. Mm-hmm. Learning from the things that I thought was not good. Mm-hmm. So because I learned to try and error, I, mm-hmm. in myself, I know I made a lot of mistakes. Because my mother is not educated. My father is not educated. The first thing in his mind, he's a Muslim. So okay. the first thing in his mind, mm. he don't want to tell me about sex. Okay. It's forbidden to him to discuss sex with his children. Oh. So. And the religion itself. The religion itself. They don't normally talk about sex. Okay. Yeah, they will tell you to be a virgin, to get married, mm. to be able to be a good wife to your husband. Mm. But they won't tell you the positive and negative sides of sex. Mm. Like, if a girl mistakenly being raped, mm. what are her options? Mm. Will she have STD? She mm. need to firstly check the hospital. Mm. She firstly need to know what's the risks. What okay. are the things that happen in that moment? Yeah. Because she's traumatized in that period. Yeah. But African parents won't tell you the importance of sex. Okay. And they won't tell you what are the disadvantages of sex? Mm. So most people try to find up sex mm. on their own. The STDs, mm. HIV. Mm. What if I have contacted them mm. at a young age? Mm. Everybody will say, she's not a good girl. Mm. No, it's, it doesn't mean you are good or not good. Yeah. Sometimes you just have sex one time and mm. capture these yeah. dead viruses for people. Yeah. It doesn't mean you are not good. Yeah. So... African parents need to firstly learn how to set their children down to open the conversation mm. about sex. Okay. Because they make sex look like a black market. <laughs> yeah, sure. For real. For real though. And sex is not black market because mm. once a person is in your house, she's mm. she's reaching 12, 10, and she's in school. Mm. You are not keeping her in the house like Rampanzo. You lock her up. Yeah, she don't in a see cage. anywhere. <laughs> yeah. She will gradually learn sex from other people. Exactly. And sometimes people experience this outside mm. can put girls, children, or boys' children into greater risks than yeah. you ever expected. Yeah, sure. So firstly, the mother and the father need to firstly open up mm. to educate their children mm. how, when to have sex. Okay. Even if you want to have sex at mm. a teenage, use mm. condom. Mm. Sex is good, yeah. but they have risks that comes with it. Yeah, sure. And once you tell the child, mm. some children will even say. There's no need to even have sex. Mm-hmm. That's why you will see most children, the less number of people that talk to their children, will, mm. their children will end up leaving a virgin to get mm. married yeah. because they know that their father or their mother have opened up yeah, the about conversation it. to they, them about the sex. Yeah, yeah. But once you try to hide it, mm. then you make it complicated. You, you create this room for for a twelve year old to to start making it's their like own decisions. Yeah, like oh this thing. Like, oh, like you should try it, it out. It might be interesting. I mm. want to know. Yeah. That's why even alcohol or drugs, mm. people need to tell their children the breaks. Mm. Then they will be able to decide what you want. Mm. Let people, let children be able to dis- make the decision. Mm. Even if I go to school and then I see mm. my colleagues mm. or my schoolmates taking yes. this thing. Yes. First thing that comes to my mind, my mom will have told me about alcohol. Yeah. I don't think I need alcohol right now at this stage of my life. Yeah, sure. I'm a young person. Mm. I have great future ahead of me. Exactly. So, no, I can't. Yeah. I I don't want. Do you know about alcohol? Yes, I know because my mom told me. Yeah. Then you will make the child to be so confident 
in their lives. Yeah, sure. But if you, this whole sex thing is so complicated for parents to open up. Mm. They make it like it's a taboo. Yeah, sure. To discuss sex mm. with their children. Mm. That's why some people have children that they don't want. Mm. I mean, like, um, how would you, for example, in your own perspective, though, how would you like, um, like, start a conversation with like your kids if, yeah like about sex like at what age do you feel like it's the right time to like you know start talking about it uh i have my baby mm-hmm. her name is maria okay a baby girl wow. yeah and okay. then uh, the, she's like that's the most scariest one <laughs> <laughs> the first thing you need to start telling them this place your private part mm. is for you Mm. You need to firstly know the importance of this. Yeah. It's for you. Mm. Nobody own it besides mm. you. You. Exactly. And don't tell don't make her understand that boys will only visit you. Mm. The first thing when a boy visit me mm. and she sees the boy, she say, mm. Mommy, is he your boyfriend? Mm. I was like, no. Mm. She said, You sure? Mm. I said, Yeah, he's not my boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so she knows the difference. Yeah. She grad she's five. Mm. So she gradually getting to know mm. what are men, mm. what a relationship you should keep with them, mm. what are the space you should be in, mm. what are the things you should do with them, mm. and her body you can't just touch her because mm. she's your friend. Yeah. So I think gradually you don't have to tell them about the sex mm. openly. Yeah. But you first need to start teaching them the importance about of their body, of their body, of and what how and mm. the race. Yeah, sure. So how they should cover up. Mm. Yeah, we agree that fashion have come and spoil everything. Everybody mm. wants to dress their children in naked mm. <laughs> clothes. It's a trend. It's a trend. Everybody wants to be making their children. People see celebrants because celebrants are trying to be naked on fake on Instagram or Facebook, and they want to do the same thing. Yeah. And you know, you have a child to make that child to look up to you. Mm. So what if that child is naked and walking all around? exactly and somebody rape her at that age what happened yeah we agree that people are celebrants and they can do whatever they want with their lives exactly but as a mother mm. you should first think that <laughs> the same thing you are trying to portray for mm. the society to see yeah your child will do it exactly. because she wants to feel like maybe when she do it the world will accept her exactly so That's, mm. you need to first start talking to them mm. You are beautiful. Mm. Make her to find her confidence in yeah. herself. Yeah. Because insecurity, when you make a child to be insecure, mm. you damage them before they are grown. Yeah, sure. And once a child is insecure, mm. there's nothing, no matter how beautiful they are, mm. there's that, no that, way you can that, repair them, yeah, even that, in their old age. Yeah, that will lead them to their own doomsday. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. So you have to firstly build the child confidence in herself. Mm. Make her to know she's beautiful. Exactly. Make her to know she's smart. Mm. Make her to know she's elegant. Mm. Let her know her worth. And then she will be able to know mm. she's beautiful. Nobody have to tell her she's beautiful. Exactly. Because for me, mm. I feel like I've searched for one war all my life. Mm. That's why I made a lot of mistakes. Yeah, sure. In this war, I love you. Mm. Because when people don't tell you they love you when you don't find love with your family yeah you will want to find love with men exactly and not the men will not give you the love you want exactly so you first need to love her and Mm. beg her to love herself then 
she will realize that do I need a man to love me? Mm. Yeah. So building the child confidence yeah. make them to not just mm. damage their youthful age. Yeah. Before trying, because a child needs to be teen, mm. maybe around 12, 13 or 10, exactly. to start discussing sexual yeah. discussions if with her. The kids start growing so, the kids nowadays grow so fast because of their globalizations. They and have too much wild mindset yes, because sir. they are open to internet. Yeah. So you, you first need to build her confidence. Mm. And once you build her confidence or his confidence, then you make him or her mm. to realize she don't need people to rely on to build, to love her. Exactly. Yeah. So there's a funny story about that, actually. So there's a friend of mine who lives in Canada, yeah. But she's um basically, she's from Rwanda. She's from East Africa, right? Yeah. So she has been there for a long time. And um just recently um some of her aunties moved to canada with their kids yeah so she had like um she uh, one of her aunties was already there in in canada so um whatever their her aunties would go to work she would stay home to babysit the 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 kids the nephews and the and uh, i mean the cousins and stuff so she had like two babies one from um her auntie who was who uh, uh, whose kid was born in canada and raised in canada like about four three years old Mm -hmm. and one kid who was born and raised in rwanda born in africa i could say uh for those people who don't know about rwanda so (coughs) um she was left home to babysit them right Mm -hmm. and it reached a time where she was supposed to go and, and like you know take them for a bath so she started with a with a, with a cousin that came from Africa. She washed him. She I'm like get I mean undress. I'm gonna help you take a shower and blah blah blah. So she washed the kid and everything. When she finished, um, then it, it it was a time to you know to help the other kid, the other cousin, yeah, who was born in Africa. You understand? Um, who was born in Canada now yeah, yeah. and raised in Canada. So uh, when she when she was trying to like you know clean her um, his private parts, the kid said no. And yeah. mind you, the kid was like four years old. <laughs> you know he was like no, you can you can't touch my private parts. Mom told me like no one's supposed to touch my private parts. You know, and my friend came in our WhatsApp group and told us about the story of like now can you see the difference? We were, I remember we were talking about sex education and stuff like that. And she brought that up and we're like, yo, that shit is for real, man. Like, I remember, like, almost all my aunties, man, helped me taking, I mean, helped me shower, to have a bath and stuff, you know. And they were, like, touching my private parts. And uh, I was, like, cool with it. I'm like, they're older than me. Uh, actually, they know they they know what they're doing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I even raised my young, my little sister. And I was, I, I used to feel weird to yeah, help her. Yeah, like, I don't know why, but I used to feel weird helping her to like you know shower and everything but like that when when my friend told told us about that it it just hit my mind like you know what this shit is bigger than us you know at some point where like you feel like it's something really normal because back home a kid a little a little boy a little girl a three-year-old two-year-old um a person any other person in the family helping the uh, the kid or washing the kid helping the kid to have i mean to take a bath and everything they it's would normal. gradually, yeah, they would gradually touch the private parts and the yeah. kid would be like there, like chilling, waiting to f- for the parent or the garden to finish whatever they're doing, you know. 
but yeah so that's i think those are the type of effects that you know happen and it's it's something that um gradually slowly if we like you know try to like you know implement like i think we're like the second or third generation in our families like if we try to implement that with our kids it starts from the uh, like really early the age mm-hmm. yeah. like there's no like a specific time where like you could start you know giving out sex education as you said in the beginning you don't have to go with the details like hey yo there's this and that there's a dick there's a pussy don't yeah. let it go in or don't do this you just have to train your kids or Create whatever mind mindset yeah to love themselves even yeah. the bible says that you can't have room to love anyone else if you yes. don't love yourself you know you that's it's, the greatest love yeah you it starts yeah it starts with loving yourself first then you'll have room to love other people and stuff like that you've reached the end of the episode thank you for being here with us thank you for holding it down together i would like you to leave your reviews under the comment section below on the whatever platform you're listening our podcast on and if you want to hit me up directly you can hit me up on my instagram at cassie underscore underscore z and see you next time i love you i'm signing out holla